Hey guys, welcome back to the Transformation Church weekly follow-up podcast. I am Justin Oswald, the executive pastor of TC, and with me today again, our lead pastor, Brad Livingston. What's up, guys? Good to be back. Another week, another sermon, another follow-up podcast, and we've been away from you for a little bit. As you can see, we are in a new, new, spot. new spot on campus. Not necessarily a new spot, but uh, it is a new, new spot. New to you. New to you. Uh, if you've watched any of our live stream over the past little bit, um, you will know that we've used this as a, one of our creative studios for a little while now. And uh, yeah, so we decided let's record a podcast in here. Actually, we made John move the podcast desk up here because uh, we keep running out of space <laughs> is really what the problem yeah. is, which is a great problem to have. So it took us a few weeks to get it all settled and, uh, and then Those other stuff, other stuff and just whatever. Surgeries and. Oh, yeah, I had surgery. Last week was, uh, I don't even remember. We had the GLS last week. There's just a lot going on. It's so. It's been quite a, quite a, yeah, I know my surgery. I was out for yeah. two, two Wednesdays. But we're back in the flesh. In the flesh. Well, except for you. We're digital for you, but we're in the flesh currently. Yeah. So, yeah, so we're excited, man. We've uh, kicked off a new series since the last time we've been with you guys for the weekly follow-up. The Climb. Yep. Yep. What you think, Justin? The climb. I I always think of Miley Cyrus. Everyone has referenced that song, and I can't think of what that song is. I don't know what they're talking about. There's always gonna be another mountain. Oh, that song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm 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 on it now. That's old. It's the climb. It's like yeah, she was like still young. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before she got. Are you in on this, John? She was decent. John, John. Oh wait, John is still talk again. Hello, everyone. Yeah, there's John. You can't see him. John is just like before, but you can hear him. But so John is here. Good. Well, we we can we, talk we to John without anyone yeah, seeing John. him. And we're all look, we're looking the same direction we used to at John. Yeah, he's but he's not in the shot. It's awesome. I love it. Yeah, John's like the like the shark in Jaws. You net you didn't really see him till the end, but he was just always there. So we saw Jaws quite a quite a bit in that movie. You didn't see him until close to the end. It wasn't until they were on the boat that you actually saw Jaws. You saw a fin. Wasn't that shot in like Panama City or whatever? Shot they here. Shot some. here. They shot some, yeah, and right here in the panhandle between here and Panama City. That's pretty cool. Yeah. No, the, and it was a lot here. I yeah. mean, in Navarre. The, the here in Navarre. Yeah. There was a hotel on Navarre Beach back in the day that they filmed a lot of the, the stuff at, and then uh, all around Pensacola. My, my uh, stepdad can remember going down to the set. They had big fake boulders and stuff. That's crazy. Trying to make it look like New England, you know. Yeah. New Englandy. Yeah. But no, yeah, that was here. Yeah. Jaws is so. good. That was a good movie. I don't think it did anything for the perception of sharks. No, I to this day don't like. I don't like wading in the water, like really deep water, to just sit on the surface with my legs kicking. Don't care for that <laughs> at all. Like on a surfboard? No, like if you like, for example, we used to go tubing when I was a kid. Yeah, yeah you're getting pulled on the tube behind the yeah. boat. You get knocked off, and then you just got to sit there in the water and just kind of kick your legs with a life jacket on until they hey, come get you. Yeah, that doesn't that doesn't bother me knowing where I'm at. Like if I'm in the if I was in the bayou, like then I mean I guess technically a shark <laughs> could be in there, but they're yeah. not. On the Scammy River, there's gators and sharks. So the bayou by me or the bayou by you? Bayou by you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, anyways, yeah, I don't I don't particularly care for that. Wasn't a fear before. Now don't care much for I, it. I don't. That doesn't really that doesn't really bother me. Um, when was the last time you were in the water, Justin? Not that long ago. Oh, really? Like yeah. that kind of water? Yeah, I was jet skiing with my stepdad uh, like a year before last out oh. in Pensacola Bay. Okay. And um, that's always fun. I where there are real sharks. It's like there's the places where there's fake sharks. Anyways, yeah, in yeah, the yeah. bay, there's not really it's, y- y- sharks is not a concern in the bay. 
Actually, hammerheads are. Justin, there are sharks. Of, if there are saltwater, there. there are sharks. I'm a sharkologist. <laughs> Just tell me. It's not really a concern. <laughs> The, the, you know, For you. You know, there can be, obviously there could be just like they've seen gators on the beach at Fort Pickens. Like they, they can swim yeah, in the brackish and the salt water mm-hmm. in the bay and get even into the Gulf like that. It, it's possible. Is it probable? No. Um, so yeah, I mean, I got a little, little heavy on my, you know, jet ski, my, yeah, yeah. my little, oh. and, uh, what were you doing? You do, know, do it again. And, what were you and, doing? and I got <laughs> flung off of it <laughs> and, uh, you got, you lose Last year you got flung off, or year, uh, year before last? Yeah. yeah, I got flung off my own jet ski. I was going hard. Yeah, uh, yeah. So you're going it. real fast, and then you decided to take a hard turn. Hard turn. Yeah. And I got flung off. You didn't. You didn't get the right lean. And it was far from me. And then my thought was, holy! Cr-, and I'm in the middle of the bay. I'm I'm out there. I'm like, holy! Yeah. So I'm trying to swim. You know, you're in a, in a life vest. Yeah. I'm That's trying to swim to the to the jet ski. You right. know, because obviously it shuts off, but it's not. I mean, it's. It's a good way. Momentum from me. is moving it too. It's not right, like it right, just right. stops it's, where it's. It's at. a good ways from me. Yeah, yeah. It was a workout. Was it? <laughs> I'm swimming and I'm like, and I don't know the current. Too, it's like I'm not. I, I'm swimming with all I can, and I feel like I'm not moving to get any closer. Oh my god! And I'm like, holy crap! And then like, I even turned over, and I'm like <laughs> reversing it, you know, because like you know what I'm saying? Like I can see that. I can see and I'm that. like, holy crap! I'm trying to get to this thing, and I'm like dying too. I'm like, I'm out of shape <laughs> and out of breath. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I finally get as I'm getting to it, dude pulls up on a jet. Like one of the work, like, I guess they stand on the shore and they kind of monitor all the all the right, jet skis right. are out they there. Don't want a jet and he saw them. me. He saw me fly off. He no, he saw it, nobody on it, and then looking in the water and saw me bobbing there. So he <laughs> hopped on one and, and came out. Just in time for you to get to it, and you just don't need help. Right, right, right. right. And I was like, dang. How convenient. That was, right. It was crazy. Um, I, but I wasn't scared. Like, I wasn't like, oh, my God, the shark's going to, like, you know. I mean, if I, I feel like if I was, maybe if I was, like, swimming after a jet ski or something, I wouldn't feel quite. And, just and, I, that, and like, I feel like knowing what kind of shark, like, you know, most people that get bit by a shark in Florida are, like, standing yeah, in a school of fish in waist-deep water. In the, like, they're not they're not coming to attack you. They're yeah. eating fish. Right. You know, so at the top of the water in the middle of the bay, not in a school of fish or something, I'm not have zero worry that a shark's going to bite me. Now, will something nudge you to see what you are? That's more, um, <laughs> I guess that could happen. Yeah, don't but care for that either. I'm not, I'm not concerned about Which being is funny because I scuba dive. It's funny. The whole conversation is funny because I'm like, I don't have a problem jumping into the water, going under it, and looking around and seeing a shark yes, or yeah, octopus di- or whatever. Scuba diving, that's stupid. Yeah, it's, <laughs> see, like, I don't have a problem because like, then I'm looking at what I'm looking at. I don't. It's just sitting. It's that sitting on the surface. But so all that to say, John, yes, you're right. Jaws really messed some people up. Yeah, I, mean, I agree I, with what you're saying. That went, that went it was a good movie. Though. Long. It's a great movie. It was a great movie. Great movie. I mean, Spielberg, yeah. right? Spielberg. Yeah. yeah. I mean, was, that was in his prime too. No, he was just. Yeah, he made E.T. as well and e. a few others. Dog Forrest Gump. What did he Forrest Gump? Mm, I don't uh, know if Spielberg was Forrest Gump. Very possible. John, look it up. I'm almost positive he was Forrest Gump. None of us <laughs> oh, yeah. can look up <laughs> anything right now because our internet's not working. So we um, almost didn't do this podcast again this week because our internet's yeah. not working in the building. Anyways, I don't know how we got talking on that, but... um, Yeah. I talk about how John is like the oh, shark in Jaws. John is like he, Jaws. He's yeah. not in the frame, but he's... Ever present. Ever present. All we need is a dun The dangers of our mentality in this life. What? What? <laughs> <laughs> the climb. 
Listen, I'm going to mute you for the remainder. <laughs> I have no idea what you said. Join us again for another. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was good. All right. So, yeah, no, we've been talking about it. We've been in a new series called The Climb. Been in it for two weeks. Um, we had last week where we, we literally did just a message called The Climb. And we talked about how the vast majority of our life is not spent on the mountaintops or in the valley, but just the, that journey in between, right? right so you're right. either coming down from the, the mountaintop, you're climbing up to the top. Mm-hmm. I feel that. Yeah. So we talked about that whole thing, and um, you can go check out that sermon. We did not do a weekly follow-up for that. Um, but then this past week, we are on the climb part two, and so um, kind of going through a w- all the ways in which the climb – uh, impacts us. And so, um, you know, the tone of the series when we're talking about the climb is like fighting the war, winning the war that's constantly going on in our mind, in our thoughts, and kind of all of those things. Uh, and so, as we've been unpacking that a little bit, we have, um, you know, we got to the second part of the series, which is, which was, again, mastering our own minds. Yeah. Um, and so it's really dealing with our thoughts and what it's going to take to to climb the mountain, what it's going to take to win, what it's going to take to, to, you know, live a life that is successful, productive, but also not stalemated. And, and that's the reality, man. I, Justin, we've talked about this before, man. But I don't, this is something you and I don't deal with much because uh, for, I think, a, a number of different reasons, these types of thoughts don't necessarily plague us that much correct right so um but we are both close to and i personally counsel with a lot of people and now that we use the enneagram i think both of us identify people that deal with this at a much higher level much more often and i think the enneagram in particular has given us more empathy oh yeah and sympathy to people that do deal with this a lot more i would say would you say Two, three years ago, you were just kind of like, suck it up. like what? Not necessarily suck it up, but knowing that just people deal with things, it's like, <clears throat> I don't know that suck it up would be the way I would see it. I would just see it as like, at some point, uh, I don't know how to say it. I don't know how I would say that. Other than like, if you tend to see the negative at everything or something's always really got you flustered or, or anxious or whatever, it's right. like, I would have thought my line of thinking is if that was me at some point, you kind of come to terms with that and then you learn how to learn how to adjust it or, or live with it. Yeah. It's not always that things that would be a big deal. If you don't normally think like that aren't a big deal because you normally think like that. That's logic in my head, but that's just not how it works. Yeah. Uh, So I don't know that I would use the phrase like suck it up. Uh, I do think people need to suck it up a lot of times. <laughs> you know, I do yeah, think that, enough. including myself, like, you know, yeah, but, right, right. Um, I think sometimes like perspective and context and all these things matter, you mm. know, in a big scheme of things, sometimes what gets us down when you start comparing it to other people, as far as like, doesn't mean your struggle's not real, but it's like, it's not that bad. You know, I think context matters or totally, and, and, and totally. perspective matters more than context maybe, but, um, so, yeah, I don't know. I do think the Enneagram has helped give a level of empathy to me and to how people, their you, lin- know, you know, their lens. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. it's, it's knowing how hard it is for me being what I am, to you know, I have that. the empathy to them to know how hard it, they how hard it is for them to be who they are. That's, uh, yeah, 
I and I yeah that's because a good, that's because a good way to put it because I think people can hear what we're talking about like ba- like well it's easy you know ju- must be must be nice to not have to deal with these battles in your mind right it's like it, it is nice the flip side is it's very hard in other areas where sure, you probably we have, we have accept. Our own battles. right yeah, right yeah, so yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. um it's this yeah I mean it's like the competitive nature for you right like it's very hard to turn that off. When we've talked. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. not going to expose everything we talked about. No, but, but relationships or whatever. It's like it's hard to turn certain things off that you can see. Like, oh man, that probably wasn't the best thing for that area of my life. And how, especially it in up. the moment, you know, it's like right. especially in the moment. Like, I would totally will. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Afterwards, I may be like, ah, I probably shouldn't have said that. But <laughs> right. in the moment, I'll you know, it's like whatever it takes to win, like jab, win, win. You know, so it's like that's and that's so just uh, wrong and unhealthy and. A lot of ways. So yeah. yeah, no, I think that's just just mm. just part of it. Um, John, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> it threw <Wow>. me off. <laughs> it threw, threw me off. I don't know what he's doing. Oh, he's got he's another camera he's angle. Filming, yeah. Oh, okay, you. okay. Look like, look like he's at a concert with his uh, <laughs> light on, trying to give us a. Uh, no, 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 no. So, so yeah, I do. Th- and, and it's not to say we don't struggle with this. I mean, I think there's battles in and and like in my mind, diff. It's just differently. Mm. Um, and I would say it's just like we talk about with w- from an enneagram perspective and a personality perspective. Like, um, I have emotions and feelings. I don't. I don't let them rule me. Mm-hmm. I have battles in my mind, but either, either. I, I hit a button. And I don't know what that button did. <laughs> um, uh, nothing. Oh, okay. The volume's down. Uh, oh, okay, okay. Um, yeah, I I the have battles in, battles in my mind, but either I'm confident in like God that the battles have already been won, or I'm confident in the gifts He's given me. That yes, it's a battle now, but it's not the end of the war. And sometimes I'm, I may lose this battle, but I win the next battle. Like you know, it's like sure. those type of things. So yeah. um, I think we deal with it. You know, just. I just try not to let things get me too, you know. Own you. Nah, nah, nah not at all. Uh, yeah. I, re- I think I really do a good job with that, to be honest with you. Yeah, I would agree. I mean, I think it's something, you know, it's like even as we, I, one of the reasons why this series kind of came about, honestly, was like one of those things where I remember teaching Pipeline year one. For those who don't know, we have a leadership pipeline here at TC. Shall do. We develop Regist- leaders and all that stuff. And, um, you can join it. Uh, if you're out of state, you can join it online, actually. We're offering it online this year. If you're in Pensacola, it's in person, and so on and so forth. Anyways, all that to say is we have – I remember going through the first year of that, and I remember teaching things about leadership and stuff like this, being a leader and what you need to know as a leader. Yeah. And I was teaching it almost like almost like an overview. Like, as a matter of fact, Lee, don't forget, blah. Right. Okay. Yeah. And I'm looking at blank stares. Like, they're like, "What do you?" They're giving me this. What are you talking about? Uh, never a good look. look. And I'm like, <laughs> and so I just asked. I'm like, "You guys do? You guys do know like what we're talking about, right? Like, you guys, you have heard this before." And they were like, "We don't. We've never heard this. Before. Like, this isn't common knowledge." Right. Was essentially what they were saying. And I was like, and it was a, oh wow, okay, so we have to. It's not just a lot of people don't know these things or a lot of people don't have this or it's not in them just yet or whatever. And so it kind of brought us back to the drawing board. And I kind of was taking that same framework with this where I was like, man, um, thank God for leadership that was over me. Thank God of environments that I was led in things that I've experienced in life. Some of them weren't good, but they taught me a lot. 
Um, some of them environments weren't healthy. Some of them were painful, but they taught me a lot. Right. And they helped shape, make, and mold me, and so on and so forth. But thank God for them because I now have a number of things in my life, in my psychological state, in my leadership or whatever that I wouldn't have had had I not had those things as yeah. opportunities, so on and so forth. And so because of that, I'm grateful. Um, but coming back to this, it's like, oh, man, we really need to cover some of this because, you know, these are things that I would have, you know, three, four years ago passively just kind of like, hey, yeah, don't forget. You can win the war in your mind, but you got to chill out on listening to the lies and just burn past it. And people are like, wait, can you <laughs> unpack that a little <laughs> yeah, further? Right, right. Like, um, so that's kind of been you know, the nature of the, of the idea going into the series. Yeah. yeah. It's like, man, everyone's on a climb. Their climb never stops. And if you have a moment on the mountaintop, enjoy it, but just know it's not going to last forever. So don't get shocked when you got to come down from there. And if you find yourself in the Valley, it won't last forever unless you let it. So go ahead and get you ready to climb back out of there, you know, but the climb is serious, but this is what we deal with in the climb, which is the climb is where you got to master your own thoughts. And that's what we talked about, you know, on Sunday. And so we were talking about mastering your own thoughts. And uh, there's a quote that I found. Um, they don't know who the author is, but he said that every climb is a fight, right? It's not us against the mountain. It's not us against the cold. It's a fight against us. If we don't make it, it's because we lost the fight against ourselves, right? And I think about, like, people that are climbing Mount Everest or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, at any point in time, if you give up, yeah. if any point in time you feel like you can't do this, at any point in time, like, not only will you not do this, it gets dangerous. You know what I mean? It's like right. man, you have to be trained, prepared, equipped, but then also absolutely certain that you can do this and you're going to accomplish whatever you set out to accomplish, right? But the only thing that's not an option is just to lie down. <laughs> you and I think that's you die. <laughs> and it's it's interesting. People that are into those kind of like um like adrenaline. Mm -hmm. type sports and things like that like especially I, rock climb is a really good example it is just i think about pushing themselves farther and farther yeah see what you're capable of um mm -hmm. and it just made me think of something i heard recently of a study that that was done and i'm gonna get it wrong because i don't remember all of it now but it just made me think of it where some, they were trying to do something with ra they were using rats in like a lab to study and it's like mm -hmm. they put rats in a um like in water. Like oh yeah, 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 yeah. I remember. Where, where, where did we hear this at? Yeah, I don't, I don't remember either. They kinda put morbid, but it's kind of yeah, yeah. They're using rats and they put rats in like water and they have to like tread water and then like after you know fourteen minutes or whatever the rats will d like give up and they they're tired and they drowned or whatever, and then they take them out. They then they put different rescue them just in time. They rescue them just in time. Yeah, yeah they rescue yeah. them just in time and then the next the next they day in. they put them in and their rats can go like three days. Tread, tread water because because they believe they'll get rescued right yeah. so it's like i remember when that. you when you believe like it, it just you, you'd be shocked that it's just like we've heard people that like get lost in the wilderness or right. in the woods or whatever you know like when you have no choice but to survive you'd mm -hmm. be surprised what you can do yeah i think that's some of that no totally you know, I, I totally like, agree, like yeah. the the they're the rock climbers they're really pushing themselves and you're in a situation where i don't have the option to not give this my full attention and give this all I got. Yeah. One false move and you could you could die. Yeah, well, not just that. Yes, and amen to that. But also, like, you don't have time for, um, you, you don't have time for martyrdom. Right. Poor pitiful me does not work when you're on the mountain 
or in a wilderness. Like poor, you know, it's like, oh, this is so sad. Like I just want someone to come give me a hug. Like dope, but you better keep moving. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. and, it, and it's like that type of framework where it's like, um, you know, where you're looking for victimization. You know what I mean? It's like where it's like, yeah, you're here, and however you got here is kind of irrelevant. Yeah, because you need to get out. It sucked and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's sad. I feel for you. I know this is painful. I'm not saying that I don't. You know, I'm not. No one's saying that. You know that they don't feel bad for you. But at the end of the day, you still got to get out. Like you can't stay here, um, and so you have to move. And and you have to make up the mind. And your you make up your mind. You know, you have to come to the conclusion in your own thoughts that this what is isn't what will be. Like I, you right. know what I mean, like. I'm changing the trajectory of where I'm going and what I'm doing. You know what I mean? And especially for Christians, like we're supposed, the power that raised Christ from the dead is inside of us. And here we are sulking in our issues. You know what I mean? And it's like, come on, like get out of that. You know what I mean? Like, um, and yeah, does it hurt? Of course. Are there areas of my life where I've gone through? I mean, most people don't know the moments I, you know, there's been one relatively recently. I walked into your office and was like, hey, man, I'm dealing with some stuff. I got to get away for a few days and, and take care of this. But it was one of the things like, I recognize this can own me and it is not going to own me. So I'm leaving for a few days. I need you to lock it down and handle some stuff. I'll be back. Right. And it, it was me recognizing like, hey, I don't. I'm and on a mountain, don't like this. And <laughs> that's know. why uh, we do find, I know we talk about the Enneagram a lot, but it's such a helpful tool. It's like, especially like, you know, someone like me that's the ambitious type. When I realize I'm not that, it's like, okay, I'm not as healthy as I need to be. Yeah. Because it's not a, it's not a flaw. It's a good thing uh, that I am like that. But it's like when I just almost get like apathetic or I don't really care, like that's bad. That's, yeah, that's I not probably good. need to go that's take a day or two to just... Right. Chill out, you know, yeah. get, you know, those type of things, reset your mind and all those things. Um, yeah. You know, and then, of course, as you get through this, I know, I think you used the scripture in the message about, like, uh, take every thought captive. Was that one mm -hmm. of the scriptures? Yeah, it was. Yeah. Um, it, you know, there's a there's a blog post on our website I that I wrote a couple of years ago using that scripture. Yeah. Um, but, you know. It, yeah, we that, should probably share that again. That's probably. Make it happen, John. That's probably. I've been putting them in the rotation. So yeah, yeah. Th that's true. Yes, um, but it's it's if you go to our website and up in the menu, um, click messages and blog. It's there. Let's get that up tomorrow or something, huh? Yeah, but um, using that scripture in a, in in the the blog essentially, I, I talked about how I've always saw that read that scripture from a negative context, like take your negative thoughts captive, mm -hmm. uh, which, which you should do. Right. But I only ever viewed it in that lens, and essentially, it's a short little read. Um, you know, but like, also, if you have an idea, like you want to start a business or you want to write a book, like take those thoughts captive too, and then put action to your to your thoughts mm, when it yeah. needs to be when there needs to be something good. That's essentially what it is. It's almost like a motivational thing. You know, it's like, <clears throat> in a, at somewhere a lot, it says something along the lines of like, you know, when we get to heaven, Jesus is going to say, "Well done, good and faithful servant," not well thought. So it's kind of like motivation to like. Mm. You know, if, if you have a God-given idea, feel like it's a God-given idea, right? take that thought captive and then put action to it. Yeah. But you, there are also the negative things, too. Like, yeah, I'm, sure. I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm just, I'm worthless. 
and mm-hmm. I've, I've been feeling worthless. And the, every time I turn around, and there's a thought of worthlessness that's creeping in. The enemy's attacking me that way. I take yep. that thought captive, write it down. Uh, an old pastor that I used to have used, used to keep a note, like write it down on yep. the thing, and then yep. you can uh, identify it and yep. and all those type of things. So yeah, um, no, and that's what we, that's some of the stuff we talked about. I mean, we yep. we even this past Sunday we talked about a plan of action. You yeah, know I mean? it's yeah. Like, these are the things you need to do, and that was that was part of it. You know, um, and you know, like, well, part of that is like you know, I mean, like when we moved through some of the stuff we talked about Sunday. And again, like we always say, go back and listen to the sermon. You'll get yeah. more context. But like, identify the lies in your mind. You know, we talk about the elephant and the steak. You know what I mean? It's like right, right. Hear, hear this, you know, three ton elephant or whatever elephants weigh. I don't know. You know, it's like f- thousands of pounds, and he's letting a tiny little rope tied to a tiny little stake in the ground be the thing that keeps him held down. But it's because he believed that it could, because it used to. And, like, the thing that used to hold you captive doesn't have to be the thing that holds you captive. It, it just used to be the thing that hold, held you captive, right? Like, so, in other words, like, identify the lie so you can get past it. But you got to identify that this thing doesn't have to be the thing that holds me captive anymore. Right. And you have to be convinced of that. So, that's important, right? And so, um, you know, and, and that was where we came from in John 10.10, 10, where we said, the thief comes only to steal, kill, and destroy. I come that they may have life and have it to the full, right? Where it's like. And so, so we kind of went out of our way for a second, and we'll probably do it again this Sunday. It's like the thief comes only to steal, kill, and destroy. And Jesus comes that we would have life and have it to the full. Right. So every thought that comes into our mind, we have the ability to assess its origins and identify if they're a lie or if they're truth based on what they're telling us about ourselves and who they come from. Right? So it's like, so, like, you're nothing. You're not worth anything. You have no value. People won't love you. It's like, man, those are destructive thoughts. Right. Therefore, they're lies. Therefore, they come from. We know where they're coming from. Right. You know, um, you are loved. You are valued. You know what I mean? You will find purpose. Oh, you know I mean? Those are life-giving thoughts, so we know where they come from. So that, that out of the gate, is just like this easy barometer to identify the source of our lies or, or identify if it's a lie or if it's truth, right? And it's like... Man, if it's life-giving, we know where that comes from. If it's destructive, we know where that com- comes from. And if he only comes to steal, kill, and destroy, then he's the author of lies. And we can, you know, it's like, so, yeah. So if this is this is a destructive thought pattern, it comes from Satan. Right. Well, Satan is the author of lies. So this isn't true about myself. And just very quickly, like, that's an easy I- key identifier for, like, man, this is not, this is not from God. Therefore, yeah. it's not true. So let me believe what is true, right? Probably the opposite. Most usually the opposite. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, uh, believe I let's go said it like this. You know, you cannot defeat what you cannot define. Yeah, that's so good. you have to be able to call it out. You know, what I mean, some people are like, I wish my thoughts were different. It's like, well, are you identifying where they're coming from? No. Like, are you doing anything proactive? No. It's like, well, you you're gonna need to start there. <laughs> like, and that's where I get. That's where my suck it up attitude will come from. Right, right, right. Not that you're having it. Right. It's like you're just, like, you're not being, you're not playing a part. Right. In in it stopping. Right, right, right. You know, even, I don't know, this may sound harsh, but it's like, even God in the, even like in the scripture, like, he gives us almost a a roadmap on how to to address it, which is kind of what you're talking about. But like, to just do nothing, I don't know. It's like, come on, like. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, like, surely God can just supernaturally yeah. stop that situation and all those things, but yeah. I don't know. Sometimes, uh, sometimes just getting getting 
healthy, you know, I'm a big fan. Uh, get outside a little bit. Change your environment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you've been stuck indoors for three days, you probably just need to get out in outside. Breathe some, some fresh air. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Nature of some Let kind. the sun hit you. Do right, right. That'll you like the, like the calls a guy from bench warmers. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because there's just something to that. Like, get out to the beach yeah. or, or wherever, you know. Yeah. Whatever, well, whatever. That's what we, you know, I said on – you know, we said it in the message. We say it now. You know, it's like if you only if you only ever do what you've done, you only get what you got. Yeah, definition of insanity. Yeah, same thing over and over, expecting different results. You know, so it's like, and that was kind of the challenge, which is like, yeah, all this is totally possible for you, but you're gonna have to change some stuff. You're gonna have to want it. You mm -hmm. know, and it's like you're gonna have to put in the hard work. Right. You're gonna have to work to shift all of this stuff. And so yeah, and then we talk about identify your enemy and how he fights. You know what I mean? And like, identify your enemy. Satan, first of all, you know what I mean? So your enemy isn't your boss. Your enemy isn't your spouse. Your enemy isn't your ex-spouse. Your enemy isn't your children. It's not your doctor because he gave you a bad report. It's not your sickness even. Your enemy is not your struggles. It's not your chaos. It's not your pink slip. It's not your eviction notice. That is not your enemy. Your enemy, uh, you know, Ephesians 6, 12, you know, it's not flesh and blood. It's against the rulers and against the authorities, the powers of the dark world. Like... <laughs> <laughs> You well, that's something funny. It's like <laughs> those things surely are your enemy. Like your landlord's not your enemy <laughs> if you ain't paid your bills. Right, right, right. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, so it's like you're not mad at the eviction notice. You're mad at your dang self. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. Yeah, <laughs> or, you know. Oh yeah, you yeah, didn't exactly. show up to work. You you no call no show three days yeah. in a, in but a row. Yeah, but even then, you know, let's say yeah, let's say you got furloughed or laid off right right, and right you didn't have any money and you tried your best but you couldn't that's pay your bills that's different yeah, yeah let's say all of the let's say you were doing all the right things and yet here you are still broke with an eviction notice yeah that I, that's still different. doesn't make your landlord your enemy it doesn't no. make your boss who had to lay you off your enemy there is still an actual enemy satan who has made it his mission to bring you down and he's doing everything he can to Especially uh, if he gets calls you to, to, to doubt, yeah, you know, sure. Like where's God at and all this? Well, yeah, well, because that's the thing. If you're fighting the wrong enemy, you're not fighting the right enemy. That's right. And it's hard to win the battle if you're only fighting against who you think is your enemy. True. And it's especially, you know, I mean, like we talk a lot of people through this at this point, at this time and age, you know, where it's like your ex-spouse. You know, could your ex-spouse be a jerk, mean? You know, uh, all mine are all. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, like, can they be all of those things? Sure. Like, they totally can. I'm not, I'm not negating the fact that they may have serious character issues and you may be a culprit or you may be the, the person that they choose to release a lot of that onto. What I'm saying is they're still not your enemy. They're just a victim of your enemy. They're the ammunition that your enemy is using. And you can keep trying to block the ammunition or you can go after the enemy. Right. And it's like, for, uh, for some of us, you know, uh, I I if the tree is the problem, we just keep trying to trim back branches or just get rid of the tree. <laughs> like, right. So, uh, and that's, that's the reality of what we, we deal with. And so identifying who the real problem is, who the real enemy is, and, you know, saying, then saying yes to the fight in your mind, which goes by the way, at some point you got to do something. I'm, yeah. I'm coming against this fight and I'm choosing to win it versus, you know, whatever be like, whatever be will be. So it's like, no, like say yes to the fighting, you know, Craig or show. You cannot change what you do not confront. Yeah. You got to do something about it, you know. Um, it's good. And so, uh, and we talk about Philippians 4 was kind of the, 
theme verse for this whole series. You know, it's like, don't be anxious about anything. But with prayer, petition, thanksgiving, present your request to God. Um, and, and then the scripture says, and the peace of God. And what we talk about is like, the, there's like a then. Like we're inserting, inserting the word then. And then the peace of God, which transcends all your understanding, will guard your hearts and minds right. in Christ Jesus. So it's like, so do these things, and then if this, then that. yeah, if this, then that. So the thing is, you got to do this before you can get to that. So don't, don't, you know, what I mean, like so. But and that's the reality. Like going back to what we talked about before, it's like so many people are just like, oh, I just wish things would change. It's like, well, you yeah, are you complaining sometimes about Sometimes they get the, that or? order. It's like, what's the what's the scripture about the devil f- fleeing from you? Yeah, you resist know? the devil; he'll <laughs> flee from you. Yeah. Resist. <laughs> right, right, I think right. it's submit yourself submit to God. Submit yourself to God. Resist, and yeah. then he'll flee from you. So it's yeah, right. you know, you, the, yeah. You we forget about the submission. Part. <laughs> you got to go in that order. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? yeah. There's oh. power in submission. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, so that's uh, yeah, no, hundred percent. Which means if you're submitting to God, you're usually obeying His commands, or or you know those things that He's already told oh, us. Oh so, boy. So you know, yeah. Let's talk you, about that. You can't continue the sin and then expect the devil to flee. Right. Well, yeah. that yeah, it's yeah. to be in submission is to you know. Yeah. So yeah, that's. I think we which get the the order out sometimes. Boy, howdy, which I think is worth shining a light on, at least for a brief second, which is like, how many people are trying to wield the power of God? You know, what I'm saying like, I'm a believer. I'm going to speak this. I'm going to do this, whatever, mm-hmm. whatever. Like, mm-hmm. they're doing all those things. But it's like, man, they're they they have not submitted. Their character doesn't line up. Like they they have none of what they're doing in their life is godly or. Christian or, you know, it's like, especially if it's like unrepentant. I mean, obviously the everyone has a, there, there's like struggles sure. and those yeah, things. Yeah, yeah, um, absolutely. But yeah, no, it's, <laughs> it's like, how about we change? We, we have to change, you know, um, and become like God, you know, or, or make the attempt and you know, take on the character nature, you know, all et cetera. So absolutely. So yeah, no, I'm totally, totally with you on that, you know, so, but you know, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. You're, you're gonna defeat the lies in your mind, right, John? Using the power of God, you absolutely. Know. John, <laughs> what is this? The Delilah show. Delilah. The Delilah. Anyway, so, uh. <coughs> and then we gave the last one: don't defer the lies, destroy them. You know, some people tolerate the presence of their enemy. You know, and I'll, I, you know, it's like having a lion as a pet. It's like, hey, bro, at some point. He's gonna bite that your lion's head. gonna do what it's built to do. Yeah, like apex predator, he kills everything. Nothing kills him. Like I see these rich guys like in Dubai and stuff that have like a, a like a cheetah riding in their Lamborghini with them. It's like their pet. I'm like, it just seems stupid. You better keep that mug well fed. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You like, have to. You better keep that mug well fed. Yeah, because you look like you a. Gonna snack. wake up. We gonna wake up one day. Yeah, you look like a snack. Yeah, and not like a funny way. Like no. <laughs> Like, he's gonna. <laughs> but kind of funny. Yeah, it's kind of funny. It's kinda funny. Yeah. You look like a whole snack to that cheetah. Eat your whole leg off. Yeah. Yeah. Whole foot's off. Yeah. No. Hundred yeah. uh, percent. Yeah. And that's why it's like, some of us just like we keep our lies around. You know, it's like, nah, we gotta, we gotta destroy them things. You know. So, but yeah, that's what we talked about. And and uh, you know, I think one of the things is you know the last couple minutes that we spend here talking about all this is like. I think one of the best ways that this is possible, man, is, and I think you and I are pretty good at this. John, I don't, I don't know how good John is at this. I'm not saying you're bad at it. I just genuinely don't know how good you are. It's just like zooming out and seeing things from a complete perspective. You know what uh, I mean? Like yes. really just taking a step back from the situation, viewing the whole opportunity, 
um, and really identifying these are the possibilities, these are the plausibilities. You know, John kind of has like some hardcore sick space that he gets up into sometimes. Where I'm like, John, that's it's not even likely. Like, I don't know, you know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I think th- I think there are. It just depends on the situation. I mean, but yeah, I mean, I, I agree. I, I think I think there are some times where I, I do see things at a you know a bigger level, and I'm just like not really. My six doesn't like freak out, and it's like oh, okay, I see where this is going. I like there are times where I do like I I don't even think clearly. It could be just be the day. Yeah. Yeah. And then I just like get caught up. Well, the thing is the the it's such a helpful skill. Because it helps with context. Mm. Like this may be very bad, but in the big scheme of things, it gets smaller and smaller. Mm-hmm. And maybe you know, I used to play like I used to play a lot of poker, right? Mm-hmm. And I maybe equate it to like a game of poker. You know, people talk about it like, is it gambling? My answer is no. It, poker is a game of skill. But the the thing is, is like in any given hand, high amount of luck in that hand. Sure. You know, in any given single hand, there is luck involved. Sure. But when you spread that to a whole, you know, eight-hour game, and then you take it from there and you think of these guys that play professionally, a whole career and lifetime of poker, it's sure. far less luck and skill. So in any given hand, is it 95% luck and 5% skill? Maybe. But over the lifetime of a game being played, sure. that's why you can turn on the TV and you see the same 20 guys at least back in the day, you know, yeah. the same 20 guys mm-hmm. at the final table of everything. Yeah. They're not the luckiest guys <coughs> in the world. They're the best right. at it. Right. You know, Phil, so Phil, uh, what was that? Phil Locke, there's Phil, Phil Locke. Ivy, Phil Ivy. Yeah. Um, Daniel Negrano. And then Daniel Negrano is monster. <laughs> He's my favorite. But yeah. what I'm saying just is like, it's off people's hands to him. so the, the big picture, mm-hmm. it's just like, even when you lose, like even if I, there's been times where the, I played the hand based on the math. And yeah. you still lose yeah. because the other guy got really lucky. Sure. That doesn't mean if the same exact hand was dealt the next hand, I'm still going to play it the same way because the odds tell me to. The math tells me to. Yeah. The fact that one guy got lucky and I lost a bunch of chips doesn't change the fact that it was the right move on my end. Mm. You know? Yeah. So of a, of a long – now, in the long game, I will eat that dude's lunch because of how he played yeah. If that's how he plays, the good guys who p- play the math and not the emotion and not the right, feeling right, right, right. will end up winning. Sure. So I equate that to like life in general. Wow. A lot of poker lessons. Uh, but what I'm saying is like being able to zoom out. It's like yeah, yeah this philosophy. This this sucks, you know. No, yeah, this I mean situation sucks, but the yeah. the big scheme of things in 2 weeks this probably won't even matter that much. So that right. gives me perspective of like I'm not going to let this fully own me. Is it something I need to address? Is it something I need to deal with maybe? But it's not going to consume my whole life cuz in a month from now it, we've moved on and it's not a big deal. Yeah. Yeah, no, 100%. And that's why I, th- I think it was like you know, I I equate it to like, you know, when you're hanging, you know, when you're dealing with a situation and the situation is hard and it's unfortunate and whatever, right? It's like, to me, it's like hanging hanging paintings or pictures on the wall. Okay. We've moved offices a number of times. Boy, howdy. <laughs> Especially howdy? John. I, I've never I've never moved <laughs> Especially once. John. John's moved more offices than anybody. Um, and so every time we go in there, we hang whiteboards and we hang pictures and john has star wars stuff and we you know we hang the whole nine so it's like uh, there's n- you know you have to bring that into the whatever point. so okay. uh, you know it facts so not? um but I, like we've all hung a picture before 
And we're like right up on the picture. We're looking at it. And we're like, oh, no, yeah, it's perfect. You know what I mean? You take five steps back and you're like, oh, God. Like, now we, we had to have Pastor Dan come fix some drywall in the bathrooms doing <laughs> just that. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Because like you put it up there and you're like, oh, no, that's right. You take five steps back that, and you're looking that at it. That 3M like, double sided sticky tape is putting work on serious. <laughs> so that's that, for the wall. I yeah, pulled right. half the wall off. <laughs> True story. Yeah, no, but no, true like story. literally, yeah. I put it up because I was like, "Oh, this will look good here." I took four steps back and I was like, "Oh God, this looks <laughs> that, not good." That is not it. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's the the thing for us. It's like, man, when you're up on your situation, it looks a certain way. You take five steps back and it's like, "Oh, this is way different than I thought it was." Right, right, right. And I think for a lot of people, your perception you're only up, you're it up only on exists. It. You're only you're only seeing it the way you're seeing it because you haven't trained yourself to take a few steps back and evaluate properly taking in all the information. The only information many people are using when it comes to the thoughts in their mind or the issues they're dealing with is the information they can see because they have not framed their perspective properly. And if we could all train ourselves to take a few steps back, we could introduce scripture into our situation. We could pray about it more. We could let other people have a word that may help change our perception. God could give us spiritual insight that would definitely change our perception. So as long as you're right up on your situation and the only thoughts you're hearing are your own, that's a dangerous place to be. But when you can take a few steps back, breathe a little, and ask God to give you more insight, ask your brothers or sisters around you in the faith to give you more insight, let Scripture speak to you, you can really change your perspective, right? And so I think that that's really important. Um, and so, yeah, that's the, it's that's good. the reality. So we gave a little plan of action thing, you know, Take a thought inventory, stop the cycle, creating a destination. Go get all that real information from the sermon. So, so watch it or yeah. listen. YouTube, yeah. the website, podcast. Yeah. Give it a The one thing I will say as we wrap up is this. You know, it, and we talked about it uh, in the sermon, but it's like, I think a lot of people you need to realize, you know, it's like uh, and I, the, the neuro pathways or whatever in our brain. Yep. How our mind easily goes to commonly reference destinations. Yep. So our thoughts go back to the same places they always have because it's the easy neuro pathway for them to go to. So like this will never end up well, I'll always be nothing. Those are neuro pathways in our brain that have been established. And so it's easy for our thoughts to go right back to the same place that they have in the past. What we have to do is we have to create new pathways and that is hard work sometimes. You will have to reinforce it. You will have to say it over and over again. It'll be harder for you to get to the new destination than it was for you to get to the old one. Right. And so, like, I just want to encourage people that are going to start trying to really take this serious. It will be harder for you to get to the new destination mentally than it was for you to get to the old one. You're creating new neuro pathways. Mm. For people like me and Justin, you know, and John a little bit, I, you know, we've referenced Justin and myself. We don't deal with this, this, like the, the thoughts, the, the war of our thoughts and mastering our own minds and our, our thoughts controlling us. We don't deal with this as an issue that much, but the main reason we don't is our neuro path. It's not that we don't have the lies. It's not like those things don't show up for us. It's that the neuro pathways for us go in the direction of no, 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 I won't be here this long. No, 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 I am valuable. No, 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 and I do like. And I think we put some work into like on personal yeah. le development levels with, with whether it's reading and things like that to help with that. But no, that's true. It's not that they don't exist. It's that 
they 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 kind of go off the other they go the other path that yeah. doesn't get them anywhere. Right, 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 right. You know? So, so for a lot of you guys, you know, and, and ladies, whoever's listening, it is totally possible for you to retrain some of those things. Oh yeah, scripture is helpful, prayer is helpful. I mean, like, as Christians, and the reason why all of this is a conversation isn't just because you know we want to change the way we think, but it's like. As believers, we have a mission. We have a, we have something we're supposed to be doing, and a lot of us never reach that purpose or potential because we're captive in our own minds. Right. And we should really need to break free of that so we can accomplish all that God has for us. That's good. So, anyways, yeah, yep. yep. Well, John, thanks for being on the podcast with us. We're always grateful for you. You're welcome. You're welcome. Oh my God, it's so crazy. <laughs> uh, Justin, tell me where they can find more about the church. You can find us online, transformationchurch.com, or Instagram and Facebook at Transformation Pensacola. That's it. Well, yep. thank you guys for tuning in. Yep. Appreciate y'all. You can catch us next week, uh, hopefully. Should Hope. be. Sure. Yeah. For another week, another sermon, another follow-up podcast. See you guys. Later.